3: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's Saturday and my game is on. Ten minutes in, it's three to none. I'm sipping back on a deacon. I don't give a damn, today, we have
4: Sporting KC, Minnesota legend, Ike <laughs> <laughs> You did not need to include Minnesota. Yeah, you, you did not need to include them. The oh, you agree, I yeah, Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. The no one Defender of the Year in Minnesota, I think that makes him a legend in Minnesota. <laughs> no else, right? I don't
0: even remember my time there, so <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. <laughs>
4: uh, welcome to our pod, and tell us, you're now a coach. Uh, how did that come about? Was it just because Benny was there? Or were you looking to coach all the time?
0: Well, so the last eight months I was with Nashville. I see doing some some scouting and player recruitment with them, and you know was you know learning that side of the soccer world that lens, through that lens. And you know Benny, you know called me asking me if I wanted to be his assistant. And I had kind of always thought I didn't know if coaching was going to be necessarily for me. Um, just Towards the end of my career, I enjoyed doing it with the young guys when I was in Minnesota, and you know, at times in Kansas City. But I just remember thinking, like, okay, this is the perfect opportunity to see, um, you know, if this is something that I truly can love, and because I'm passionate about the game, but coaching it is a completely different realm, right? So I think it was like a perfect storm of, you know, Benny was the coach. Had it been someone else, maybe I wasn't familiar with, or and it, I probably would have been on the fence and continued doing what I was doing with Nashville, but. Um, it just made sense to, you know, I think I would be kicking myself if I thought not to give this a chance. Um, just, I think that I've accumulated quite a bit of wealth wealth of knowledge to maybe not be able to pay that for, I felt like maybe I was selling myself short and to potentially help others from a lifestyle and playing perspective.
4: Yeah, I mean, you, you obviously have been a spectacular defender in this league, defender of the year twice, uh, really good all the other years that you, you weren't hurt. Yeah. I don't want to bring up that part, sorry. Uh, but it, It's, did, it's like way. a dream come true for a lot of sporting fans that two of their favorite players, two, two people who can pass on knowledge. I mean, Benny's been one of the best midfielders in sporting history. You've been one of the best defenders in sporting history. And now you can pass that on to some of these young guys.
0: Yeah, I think if we look at it from like a holistic approach and the positive end, the benefits are high. And at the same time, you know, being realistic, first year, um, coaching for me, Benny's relatively inexperienced. So we're going to have some bumps in the road for sure. But I think if we're able to, you know, learn, grow through this process, we have a good, good mindsets. We've always kind of had that. I think that the future has, you know, the fruition that can come for the future is big time. You know, if we're able to do the things that, uh, and, and to be successful at what we want to do. Um, but again, easier said than done. We have all these ideas and, and thoughts and philosophies. Sometimes, you know, that's just a concept. How can you make that concept a reality?
2: Yeah, uh, two-part question that I've got. So as a player, you know, you look at yourself, you criticize yourself, you think about what you're doing as a player. How hard were you on yourself as a player in that aspect?
0: Yeah, I think players are the, – they're the, the most critical, you know, fans, whatever you want to call it. They're, no, A player is more critical of themselves, of any fan, uh, you know, of any teammate, mm-hmm. you know, Everyone strives for perfection in this game, even though perfection is really not attainable. Sure. Because you could have a you know, a great game and half a mistake, you're worried about half the mistake. And you could have even won the game. You're always looking to be perfect. In a game like this, it's so subjective that, you know, it's not really possible. Right. So didn't mean that I wasn't chasing it the next day at practice or the next game. You're always chasing it. Um, and so keeping that in mind I think is uh, something that on this side of things, is, okay, no matter how hard we push, you know, as long as the player wants it more than us, you know, that that's what we want to see.
2: Yeah, that is key. And how do you think you turn that from, okay, a player is criticizing himself hardest on himself. How do you as a coach then use
0: that? Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, obviously having a relationship with every player is important. The trust with every player is important. And you're going to. You're gonna get that differently, uh, with different players, whether it be culture, whether it just be personality. Right. So it's up to us to figure out, okay, what kinda of makes every player tick, you know, what do they need to be successful, whether they need to be pushed, whether they need to be, you know, maybe embraced and shown grace. So, um, you know, that's on us to figure out, okay, what exactly does every player need and at the same time it's on the players to figure out, okay, what do I think I need to be successful as well.
2: And you're going to be coaching players who are just on the cusp of, you know, getting a pro contract with Sporting, in the first team. So that's even a harder balance, maybe.
0: Yeah, potentially. I yeah. mean, I think everyone wants to be, especially, you know, maybe, maybe not as much depending on where you're from. But when you're in an MLS academy, especially, the idea, right, is to be a pro yeah. most of the time. And I know a lot of these kids have that expectation. So how do we make that become a reality? You know, it won't be every single player, but how can we give them a taste of, okay, this is what it's like. It's if you can be successful here, great. If not, how can we give you the tools to be successful somewhere else? Yeah. I think that's ultimately what we're trying to accomplish too. Nice. Is, that, is that already in your mind? Like,
4: these are this the things I want to pass on. Like, this is how you become a pro. This is how you act like a pro. You have to act yes. like a pro before you can become a pro. At least at, at, at least in this club, I believe that's the way it has been. Oh, uh, yeah,
0: for sure. I mean, the expectation, but truth is, A lot of these kids don't know what it's like to be a pro either. I mean, even in a great club like this, it's still a concept to a lot of these kids. Like, oh, being a pro means taking care of your body. Well, what does taking care of your body really mean? (laughs) Everyone knows take care of your body, but what does that mean for you? Mm -hmm. Okay, let's figure out a plan that helps you see it and experience it and feel like, oh, this means, oh, I got to get treatment. Oh, I got to do a nice bath or cryotherapy, whatever it is recovery boots. Ah, that's what you mean when you say take care of your body. Mm-hmm. Just little things like that.
4: I know, and I know Robert was talking about the, the guys who are on the cusp maybe of getting a first-team contract, but you, you will be coaching and managing guys who may be coming down from the first team to, to get minutes or just, mm-hmm. you know, the recovering. Guys who maybe are young, came from someplace in Europe or Brazil, that, that are that's their first contract as a pro. And academy kids, you know, they might be as young as 15 that – are going to be out there and expected to perform.
0: Or, or you're seeing if they can perform, I guess. You're really putting the pressure on him, yeah. Pat. <laughs> yeah, a he's lot of he's thinking going, thinking yeah, twice now. See, Pat, you're thinking because now <laughs> hey, there's a lot to balance with, the, with the, the second team and the MLS next, more so than probably a first. And so it's going to be a great test. It's going to be a great experience because we're not only just having to take into account you know, certain things. We've got to take into account everything. We're talking about young first-teamers. We're talking about academy We're talking about maybe potentially college players. Okay, different country. And now we're talking about bringing them all together with this idea of, like, am I good enough for the first team while still focusing on the second team? So it's like so many things are in the balance, and it's going to be a great experience, I think, for Benny and I to go, okay, what worked, what didn't work. So
4: I'm I'm going to turn that around on you. Not only are these young guys, these young players being tested, but it is you and Benny being tested. I mean, Naga just went to Houston. Uh, Jimmy, you know, is already coached in USL championship level and he's went to Houston. This may be a, the, the big stepping stone for both you and Benny. So that, how do you, I mean, you're under this pressure here, but do you feel pressure on that side of it or, or, or are you just focused?
0: Just focused. You know, I think when I was with Nashville, and I spoke with so many people in different organizations and different roles. And ultimately the biggest thing is just like a player, um, you know, development isn't linear. And in our world now, there is no path to where it is that you want to go if you want to stand soccer. You know, Naga had, you know, a couple decent good years and then a couple of, you know down years, and he's now the Houston first team coach because they understood the situation. So it's like there is no right way. There's no certain path that gets you to where you want to go. I think who you are, what you stand for, um, you know, if it's coaching out especially, kind of your ideas in the game, where you're standing, I think that that says a lot. Um, you know, but, you know, if it's a pivot to the front office, you know, You've seen it with Mike Jacobs being in Nashville. He was even a college kid. Like, it can go anywhere. So I think just being focused on this task at hand, and we'll see where the future lies,
2: whatever that may be. And or, how much of an appeal was it that you know you and Benny are going to have fun <laughs> together? Well, I told them, much was that a draw? <laughs> it's going to be a lot
0: of work. It's going to be a lot, a lot of learning. But I said, ultimately, look, if we can at least have fun with this, That's the minimum requirement. I know we're gonna have a lot of challenges, but a lot of days we maybe wanna throw, you know, bang our heads against the wall or whatever it may be. But, you know, I think ultimately, if if we can treat this as a growth experience, I I think the positives will outweigh the negatives for us, from our end of things. Here's how
2: I see it working on the sideline. You and Benny are talking quietly during the match or something during training. And you're going to be saying, Benny, don't say that out loud. <laughs> Just keep Listen, that between us. He's got no filter. <laughs> yeah, and he's he's that's not why quiet. we love him. Yeah, and he's not quiet. I
0: I don't. I've got to be in the mood to to really let some to to let go. Uh, but uh, yeah, he's going to be more of the vocal, and I'm going to be more of the. Trying to balance him out a little bit <laughs> on the sideline. Yeah, we have
4: seen you be vocal a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, no, it's in me,
0: but, you know, it's, you know, I just got to make sure Benny doesn't get off the rails at times. <laughs> Earlier
1: you said it makes sense, and I think that that's just something everyone can uh, can just understand immediately, The this decision of Ike and Benny together, and it did just seem to make sense to me. And one of th- our, our favorite stories that Thad always likes to tell, and we were just tell- talking about this yesterday, Uh, The genesis of Benny becoming Benny for Sporting KC was a pass to Dom Dwyer against (laughs) Houston in the 2013 MLS playoffs, and he did this pass in a way that you had told him was difficult to deal with as a defender. I
0: didn't know if you knew the story, because I was going to... Ah. I was gonna inj- interject and tell him, you know, why that pass? Right. Was. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that, no, Benny credited you in the post game. Okay, I, I, I couldn't remember. Yeah. 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 No, I, I was talking to him
4: like one on one, you know, in the locker room, and he's like, "Yeah, credit that pass to Ike. He's the one that told me how to do it. He said defenders can't defend that pass.
0: It's one of the hard, in that zone fourteen. That's the hardest pass for a defender to defend." Yeah, that kind of ball. and
4: see, that's the stuff that I want to see you and Benny passing on to these guys. Yes. Now, now, maybe you need another like a forward coach because, I mean, obviously you got the well, defenders.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to be able to tell the defenders, hey, look, this is the hardest so, ball for you. To, so you have to keep this in the back of your mind. You right. Probably there's a good chance you still might not get it, but you have to be able to react if this ball happens in this area. And it's even harder
4: to defend handballs now. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun stuff. Who is who's the attacking player that should should join them? Who would complete this trio perfectly? <laughs> Sal Zizzo? Oh, he's, he's somewhere out there, right? <laughs> <laughs> How would Sal it be does. as a coach? Uh, no comment.
4: <laughs> I, think we got, I think we're getting the signal we need to wrap up in a couple of minutes because I can easily be out of here. And quickly. Man About
1: Town. We do have a small favor to ask if right. you later.
4: Well,
2: now.
4: Okay, yeah,
1: you had not to get it. Not on air. He <laughs> had to do it okay. while not we were on, on air. Sounds right. right. <laughs> good. Okay, uh, yeah, thanks, Al. Like a lot of fun.
3: It's Saturday and my game is on Ten minutes in, it's three to none. I'm sipping back on a deacon I don't give a damn, it was 9am My football team's got me drinking anything you shake them.